It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in to the 2022 New Year special as Caleb and Isaac discuss another year with the podcast, some flubs they've had on the show, and upcoming podcast releases. Ladies, gentlemen, those in between, and affiliated, it's the end of 2022. Mm. And it's, at this point, I'm just going to say that we're making this a tradition of where we basically just have a year-end show for you guys. Now, obviously, it's not the end of 2022. I would have liked that to happen, but uh, this guy went and convinced me to do it earlier, so just because he thought we wouldn't have any uh, time uh, to do it, so it's like, yeah, fair enough. Well, it's more the editing. Since I always put it out on, on uh, the last day of the year, I wouldn't have the time to get it out if we did it on the, on the last day of the year. Yeah, well, I wasn't thinking the last day of the year. I was literally thinking, like, 26th or the 27th of, of, uh, of December. Yeah, I know that'd still be pretty tight, because, of course, I'm going to have to do our big uh, our big avatar, The Way of Water. That's still coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's still that. So yeah, there you go. We're dating ourselves, but I'm okay with dating ourselves because at least yeah, it provides yeah. context. Yeah, the our James Cameron series is still not quite in full swing, but still going. So that's interesting. Yeah, we're I've been that's definitely been a big change this year trying to build up series again. No, no, no. This year, this year, I'm I'm happy. I'm very happy with that because even if we didn't get to Avatar: The Way of Water until next year, I we're gonna. Uh, or I'm seeing it tomorrow with this guy. Don't worry. Um, but no. uh, I I am at least I don't want to like start sucking my own dick here, but like I'm somewhat proud of myself for at least getting through all those Cameron films. And yeah, just. It, it's it's uh it's uh, what do we call it? It's a comeback in a way, not not a comeback. It was redemption. <laughs> it's redemption for me after Star Wars. Yeah, and I think overall it's gone really well. I've been pretty happy with everything we've we've done so far. And it's uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still nervous if I'm going to be able to get that. I know I'm going to get that Avatar episode out for the 26th, but I'm nervous about how how long the episode's going to be and how difficult the editing's going to be, but. Once it's all done, I'll be happy that we managed to actually do it this time. And because last time it was a little bit of a debacle, we kind of jacked it up. <laughs> like you mean with Avatar, the first one? No, no, uh, uh, the Star Wars built-up series. Oh yes, no, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was on me. That wasn't on you. That was on me. No, there was a lot, lots of things that kind of messed it up. I think the pandemic too. I think that also played a part. Uh, not so much because we. Well, one, I didn't make it to. Like we didn't we didn't finish all the Star Wars movies beforehand like I said we should have. 
So that was kind of, that, that really was on me. I'm blaming myself for that. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, we didn't even go see it in the theater. That's right. No. Only I went. Yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah the stipulation was that we would see all uh, eight at the time. No, no. Uh, it was, well, it was basically the original, like you said, the all theatrically released movies. So uh, yeah. three, six, seven, or three, six, two. So that's uh, eight movies at that time. Eight. Uh, so 15 movies. We had 15 movies to get through. Yeah, because it wasn't even theatrical, because we also included those stupid Ewok movies and the holiday special. Oh, yeah. Holiday special and Tartakovsky. And the two Tartakovskys. Yeah, so it's a pretty big haul. Yep. This James Cameron one's definitely much much less pressure. <laughs> yeah, is it making you think that we can accomplish um, other retrospectives and or other looks at uh, other filmmakers' filmography? Oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely hoping we can do a lot more of that. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, he's, Cameron's a kind of perfect intro in a way. He's he's the perfect like launching point, I'd say, because like you said, he's. I shouldn't say this now because we could say this for uh, you know when, when we kind of wrap up with Avatar: Way of Water. But he's kind of a general, like you said. He, well, you've noticed this more than I have, but he's a general audience pleaser. Um, whereas like other filmmakers, and I know you guys are doing, you and Eric are doing uh, Stanley Kubrick, and he's a lot more. Uh, sophisticated and less crowd pleasing. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping once we're done with James Cameron, we can get back to that because we've been waiting for you actually. Yes, that's right. Because you want to do Strange Love. Yeah, Strange Love and 2001. We were waiting for you. So <sighs> there's a big side trail with um, the James Cameron stuff. Well, I have no problem with that. Um, I will purchase Strange Love for a Criterion from Criterion, excuse me. But 2001, do they have a 4K? Oh, yes, they do, and it is one of the, the best. Oh, I am going to enjoy buying that. Yeah, that's one of those reference quality discs. It just looks incredible. Oh, but I guess moving on from our little James Cameron stuff, since it's kind of the end-of-year summary, uh, what else did we do this year that kind of stood out for you? Is there any other projects or, or individual conversations or things that you saw? I'm literally going to go to Podbean and look at our... <laughs> Uh, look at our page because that way I can see what we did and did not. Um, you sly dog, you, you absolute sly dog. I gotta thank you. I, I really do have to oh. thank you. So today, again, uh, full, full um, transparency here. He released Bear, our com, our uh, mm. our book club episode of Bear today, and I had made a reference in our other channel. Uh, about the book because one of the characters literally like the characters make a joke about it because it's chimeric animals in that show and this guy cut it from the episode proper and I was a little bit miffed I was like oh couldn't you have kept it in like spoilers somehow and this guy you did me a solid you put it in the freaking post credit or I guess the after whatever you want to call it after the after episode bit of the bear episode you know, I was just listening, I was just editing, I should say, our episode for Avatar as well, on the Earth King. And in it, you mentioned, uh, oh, I'm so choked that you cut that bit about Bear. Yep. And I was like, yeah, it's it's gone for the ether, it's gone forever. And you're like, oh, lots of things are. And I was just sitting there, you know, twiddling my fingers, like, oh, just wait. You <laughs> son of a gun. You absolute <laughs> sly dog. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I'll say, is I was happy we finally got to do some more book club stuff. I've been definitely looking forward to doing that with with johnny 
So it was a lot of fun covering bear. I really like that. Yeah, I'm glad that we were able to go back to that. That was or to do that. Uh, it's and it's nice that we completed the cycle. It only took us a year and a half, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Or a year and a bit. Um, but what do you say? It was an El El Elron? Not Elron. Um, yeah, Elgernon uh, Blackwood. That's such a good name. Can I say that's an awesome yeah. name? <laughs> it's a metal name, as Johnny would say. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll do that next. Uh, I gotta look that up actually. So I'll. Uh, yeah, I haven't actually read it yet, but uh, I'll get to that. Oh, that's just the author. Oh yeah, it's the. Uh, what, what did you say? It was. Um... Yeah, it's either the Willows. Yeah, Willows or Windigo or however you pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah, and it was fun getting into that and you know finishing out the Thing series. I really enjoyed doing that as well. Yeah, what else did we do? I guess we did the first volume of Strange Animation. Yeah, and that was another one of our bigger projects for this year, and that was. I had a lot of fun doing that as well, bringing in some different guests. So I'm looking at the, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. I'm looking at our commentaries here, or at least in, in our page, and it looks like the first one we did about 2022, because again, you, there were some leftovers that bled into 2022 that you're releasing from 2021. I, I don't know if yeah. you still, do you still have any 2021 speakeasies or leftovers from, from that year? Nope, it's all cleared out. All right, it's thankfully. over. Um, but I know that. Let's see here. Yep. So it looks like Bell and then Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen are the first two proper 2022 episodes we did in 2022. Excuse me. Yeah, and that was one of the another one of the cool things we've done this year, which we hadn't really done much of in the past, is talking about uh, new release films, doing like solo episodes on them. We talked about them in bonus episodes here or there, but I think Bell was one of the first ones that we put out when it was still in theaters. Yeah, no, that was that was a lot of fun. And I think that still is my favorite, like, I think it might be my movie of the year, uh, potentially, or at least one of my favorite films of the year. I gotta buy it uh, on Blu-ray, or sorry, 4K, now that I have a PS5, and watch it uh, properly again. Yeah, you know, when I was getting ready to, for the podcast, I was listening to the Bell soundtrack again. <laughs> for the, the hundredth. Good for you, bud. Good for you. Hundred and fiftieth time. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many times I've listened to. It. I guess I could check that on title. How many times I've listened to that soundtrack? Yeah, and then we did uh, the Batman and um, Black Adam. I guess was like a full episode on the new release. We'd never really done that before. Uh, the Batman also up for one of my favorite films of the year. <laughs> As you can see, I yeah, like the pop culture stuff, none of like the artistic cr stuff. Yeah, I definitely wanted to get into that. Yeah, some of the stuff we saw this year and what our favorites were. Um, but anyway, yeah, go to go to Strange Animation, sir. I don't want to. Let's let's talk about that. I have no problem with talking about that. Yeah, that was just one of the a fun series that we did this year, and I, you know, I enjoyed seeing all those movies and, you know, not just the ones that were on the podcast, but I went through probably like maybe fifteen or so strange animated movies and it was it was a fun thing putting that together and i i really enjoyed doing that with you and our guest yeah thank you're welcome sir thank you for doing that that was a lot of fun um I'm trying to remember what that last one was um oh perfect blue. perfect blue yeah per like um there was there was some stuff in that i think you were on something about how there was a bit there you were confused by. This is, I know this is like, you're, I'm trying to make you think back to like, you know, beginning half of the, or the beginning part of the year. But I remember you were 
asking me about clarifying something. And I was like, oh, well, uh, I think it's this. And you're like, I don't know about that. Um, with her killing the guy. Kill, killing the... She was the pizza man, and she killed the guy oh, yes. who took the pictures of her. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, no, you were also thinking of... Uh, what is it? The... Um, the other Mimi, the other the other Mimi, ghost character almost, and influencing uh, the str- the the uh, the obsessed fan. Oh yes, Ghost Mima. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Mima. There we go. And you were questioning whether or not she was she did exist or not, or if it was all in her head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, if that guy existed, yeah. If he was just like just a figment of her delusion that that guy, like she just latched onto that image of that. And turned him into this stalker, but he wasn't really doing it. I think that's what I was thinking. Uh, I see. Well, he was okay. So I think I know what you mean now. So uh, he was in the beginning. He ha- he had to be because other characters interacted yeah. with him. But I could also see that he could also be a figment of the imagination. But again, as um, as Toshi Kone uh, said, this is a movie that is up to your interpretation. So there is yeah. no right or wrong way uh, of looking at the thing. So. You are, you are correct. I, I think that he is real uh, the whole way through. Um, and I, I now do subscribe. This is what I said, where, like, you know, my thoughts are not going to be concrete, because just thinking yeah. back to the film now, uh, I, do, I do believe that uh, she did kill that, that man. Um, or maybe she didn't, now that I think about it. I mean, the, <laughs> the evidence was clearly there. Um, but I, I guess she, she did, but it was a fit of rage. Or maybe it was a dream. It's actually, yeah, you, you don't know, because she woke up and then the stuff's there. I forget if it's bloodstained or not. That I don't remember. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll play in our local uh, theater, the Rio, and then we can watch it again and oh, maybe golly. do a little speakeasy. Speaking of which, what's going on at the Rio? Oh, not much. They've had a pretty lackluster selection the past, like, four months. So I've not gone since our uh, our uh, trip there to go see Nosferatu with the Invincible Czars. Oh, that was so good. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, with their own score for the film. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I really loved doing that with um, but, but back to, uh, just quickly back to Strange Animation, it was because of watching, uh, what do you call it? Um, wa- wa- watching, um, what was the uh, Richard Linklater film again? The Philip K. Dick adaptation? Oh yeah, Scanner Darkly. Scanner Darkly, it's because of that I watched with my buddy uh, the Apollo 13 and a half or 11 and a half, whatever it was, 10 and a half, 11 and yeah. a half, yeah. Um, which then I was posting, I was texting you uh, stuff recently about how Link Ladder was really trying to push hard for it to like you know, be nominated for an Oscar, but they refused to, the Academy, I mean not refused, but the Academy wasn't seeing it as, and didn't deem it, excuse me, as uh, worthy to be in the, not worthy, but didn't meet the criteria for being an animated film. Oh yes, I forgot about that. That's just crazy that didn't. Yeah, and I still haven't seen that, so I gotta. And hopefully, uh, <laughs> um, you will haven't listened to the episode when I talk about it with you. But I'm pretty sure you've forgotten about all the spoilers that I said to you, right? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. There we go. Uh, that's <laughs> clear. That's cleared the air. Just uh, bring that to a close and clear the air <laughs> on that one. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I would highly recommend watching Apollo uh, eleven and a half or ten and a half, whatever it was called. Yeah, and maybe that's a transition to move into some of the movies we saw this year, ones we didn't cover on the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, now should we talk about specifically for the year of 2022 or movies like movies that came out this year? <sighs> yeah. Or just movies that we saw in general? Uh, I saw The Batman. I This was the least amount of, of movies I saw this year. 
I was very much lazy this year when it came to sitting down and actually watching a film. If I was watching a film, it was for this podcast. I did not go out of my way like you to watch uh, a film because I'm just extremely lazy in this uh, this year. Yeah, and busy. And busy. I would say laziness. I, I can't say busy because there were times where I was just sitting on my rear, like looking at my computer screen, and I'm like, I really could just be watching films, and I did not do that. So I really need to kind of even even at this time of my of my time off, the year end, years end, I should uh, make a point to not just be watching Twitch or YouTube all day long because that's just stupid. It's whatever entertains you, really. It really is, but again, I can be a man of culture. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah, and speaking of man, man of uh, culture, I'm guessing that you haven't checked out the uh, recent release of Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Well, like an ig- ignorant person, I did not go to watch it with you in theaters. Um, yeah, and I missed it too in theaters. Yeah. So I will have to check that out on the Netflix. But I did. I hope uh, you got a chance to look at that article I sent onto the Novice Leaders Discord. I believe I did, but that, I think that was a little while ago. But I did read it. Um, I don't know if it was a little well, a little while ago. I'm pretty sure. Well, the one I just posted that yesterday. Uh, oh no, maybe I missed that one then. It's an interview he did with the CBC. Oh yes, I definitely missed that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because uh, it really goes into his uh, his origins. No, not origins, but some of his thoughts behind the scenes about the film. Excuse me. The nature of the film itself uh, and mm. his explanations that we go about it which i very much love yeah and i would say if anyone hasn't checked that out uh definitely highly recommend that uh incredible world it's it just looks great and it's such a charming movie very 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 much give a, a recommendation for that yeah i wonder if it uh i wonder if it can be i mean okay not every animated film should be up for an oscar or a nomination i get that but <laughs> Uh, I think that one certainly deserves to be uh, in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would I'd throw that up there. Um, what's something that we saw together that we didn't cover? Um, Good question. What didn't we? Yeah, because we didn't actually, me and you for many years would go pretty often, like maybe one, one movie a month, something like that. But yeah, this year is definitely one of the, the least uh, seen movies together years. I know we saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with Johnny. That was one of the ones we didn't cover. I mean, that one's also yeah. We didn't we didn't do a uh, not a fall. Well, yeah, we didn't do like I've been interviewing you of like you know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> Cinematography, editing, score, acting, blah blah blah, directing, producing, all that stuff. Um, I yeah, I guess we've left that one off the table just so we didn't because we're gonna talk about it later on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to you about, and I'll probably do this not now but later. Uh, about some of the other Marvel shows that you watched. Mm. Yeah, and have you watched any uh, TV shows at all this year? Any caught your eye? Well, like I said, actually, funny, when I was... Because originally we were going to do um, the book two overview for the other channel. Uh, so I listened to book one last night about how the stru- how it would be structured. And I did mm. come up with a few things that, that I, I was going to bring up uh, for that. But that's for another day. Um, but I said in that that I had recently finished Pat Laborer, uh, the series. And yeah, no, this feels like a li- lifetime ago that I finished that series, but that mm. was mainly the one that I watched uh, this year. Uh, I also watched the first half of the new series on Netflix, Spriggan. 
Uh, Ooh, I don't know if I mentioned yes. that. To, I, th I think I mentioned that to you, but I guess I don't know if I mentioned that yep. like on the podcast. But like, yeah, I, I watched that one, which was a lot of fun. There's a movie uh, that was made in the '90s based off of that by Studio 4C, um, and it's not really available. But I really want to do that one for the podcast because of how gorgeous it looks. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love to do it. Yeah, that's one of those movies I was trying to track down for many, many years, and now I think I think it's got a Blu-ray release, but. Yeah, maybe not a very wide, uh, wide release one. Ah, shoot, fair enough. Um, I'm a little bit miffed. I, I did not. I was not able to see uh, Evangelion or the, the Thrice Upon a Time of Evangelion rebuilt uh, in theaters, which stinks. Oh yeah, that's that stinks. I literally tried to uh, get to see that, but again, my I just I refuse to like. To, although. It was kind of limiting, like, oh, no, one night yeah. I was going to go, okay, so the night I was going to go see Top Gun Maverick, which I haven't finished that discussion on, um, not here, of course, but uh, I was actually going to originally see that, which I think I mentioned to you that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just slowly stopped getting into theaters, and I was like, oh, for pit's sake. Like, the, I had to go to all the way to, like, the one downtown, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go all the way downtown for that. <laughs> That's yeah, just, no, that's fair. That just screams world's tiniest violin. It's like you, stupid first world problem person. What's the what's the first world problem? I mean, I don't know. It's just like you, you want to you can't like just take a train to go all the way downtown. Like how, how you, you lazy person. Or you could catch it at home. I mean, it is a, a drag going down there. Um, yeah, I mean it's on Amazon Prime, and I still refuse to do. That. Even though I technically did buy something from Amazon today, so it's like hypocrite. <laughs> By the way, do you have Amazon Prime? Nope. Nope. Once they started uh, asking me to pay for it, I'm like, nope. And I quit. Hmm. Yeah, and your parents don't have it or anything? Uh, my sibling does have it, uh, but I just refuse to use it. <laughs> even, even though even though I technically watched, uh, what is it? I, I finished, <laughs> that's even funnier, in the same overview, uh, book one, I, I said I watched the first four episodes of uh, wheel, uh, yeah, wheel of time, and then recently I talked about uh, finishing that series with the last four episodes. So, it took me half <laughs> a year, or it took me yeah, almost like a full year to watch that whole series. But I only watched it in two chunks. Yeah, and I think you said yeah, you're ultimately fairly positive on it. Yep, I agree. I was positive, even though there was some uh, changes that they had to make for for various reasons. Oh damn! I had a, I had something I was gonna ask. Now I just forgot it. Oh, uh, you'll Crap. you'll you'll remember. You'll remember. Uh, I'll make <laughs> you jog your memory. Uh, I was about Amazon Prime. Oh yes. Um. Yeah, I only recently discovered since I've been in this big comics uh, craze. Um, I discovered that on Amazon Prime they have a thing called Prime Reading, which just comes inbuilt. They don't really advertise it, but on the Prime Reading account that just comes with your with your account. They had a ton of comic stuff that was on there for, you know, it's included. So I was just like, oh, wow, I have this this basically book streaming service I didn't even know that I had access to. And so I started reading Brian K. Vaughn's Run on Swamp Thing. Been really enjoying that book. That's really cool. And I also started reading the Joss Whedon run on X-Men. Astonishing X-Men. Oh, finally getting around to that, eh? Yes, which his run so far, I'm 10 issues in, has been as great as I uh, would have expected. Really, really good stuff. Does it have those old Joss Sweeten politics in there? <laughs> um, no, it's it feels more like an X Men book. You know, it, of course, it has lots of politics, but in the way that uh, would be influenced by X Men. No, of course, yeah, X Men has politics in it. It's own politics. 
Yeah, and I, because um, of, of course, uh, X3, everyone references, was kind of based on the, the Joss Whedon run. And it's funny how much they stripped away the real kind of existential threat of the cure. Like, in many ways, it's it's it just throws the whole mutant world up into upheaval. Just the idea of this cure being there. And I think that's really fascinating, all the ways he explores that and how it would divide the team. And it's 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 really some fantastic stuff and very true to the spirit of X-Men. Uh, not, not fantastic, uncanny. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so I mean, and and uh, the cure, of course, being uh, the mutant character Leech, correct? Uh, they they haven't really explored it too much yet. Okay, because uh, he's very different in the comic than he is in like you know in X three. Yeah, and yeah, again, I don't know. I'm only ten issues in, so maybe they've still got it coming for me, but. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. I'll, uh, yeah, let's, let's move away from that. Uh, not, not as a bad thing, but just like, yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I'm glad that you're reading that right now. But yeah, you've been really getting into comics, like you said, for having, like, I guess uh, Wakanda Forever really souring your taste in uh, their depiction of Namor. You're just like, I need something else. Yeah, and I guess that's something I can mention is uh, ever since probably 2020, yeah, maybe 2020, I've had a real fall off and it's been I've only really read comics if we were covering them and I'd always try to get back into it but I just could never get there but yeah my uh, I was so unbelievably incensed by Wakanda Forever <laughs> that I was like I just need to drown myself in Namor to try to wash this this bad feeling off of me and so I did yeah I read a, I've been reading a fuck ton of Namor I've finally gotten back or finally uh, I should say started reading the the golden era the uh, the timely comic stuff. And I'd read the first two issues uh, quite a long time ago, or maybe not that long ago. It was like a year ago. <laughs> um, so I went back and I started from the beginning again, and just been reading through the Golden Age stuff, and that's been been interesting. But it's more the modern stuff that I've I've really been uh, enjoying with Namor. And then on the side, yeah, I've been reading a lot of random stuff. I even read this little memoir called uh, Gender Queer. Really cool little comic, and I would definitely recommend that. That's on the uh, Kindle Unlimited. If anyone has that, then you can get that on there. Definitely recommend that. And I went through and I reorganized all my long boxes because <laughs> for so many years I was like, oh, there's all these comics I want to read, but I don't want to have to go through these long boxes to find them. So I went through and I put sticky notes in and differentiated where everything was, so now I can just read them, read them at my leisure. So nice organization. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things too that was holding back with my comic reading too, is because there was some stuff in there like runs that I was reading, but then I just kept being like, oh, I don't want to have to go through this and try to find the comic that I got to read next, because I've gotten so disorganized over the years. So I'm hoping that that'll help too. Yeah, that's fair. With me reading my physical comics. Yeah, I didn't read too much. I I read very little. Uh, once again, for a podcast sake or not, I'm very busy. Yeah, and that's fair. That's not fair. That's an excuse. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you know, I I spent years, like I said, off off reading comics too. Sometimes you just go through phases. Yeah, probably. It's what what's what like grabs my attention, and it's really the the importance. It's it's the quick and easy path. It's, I'm in the dark side right now. I need to do the hard path. Like sometimes it is hard to read stuff, but you honestly get more enjoyment out of that stuff. Become a little more cultured. 
Twitch and YouTube, not so much. <laughs> Depends. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be honest, it's uh it's cutting into my editing time massively because I'm reading so much comics that I just keep being like, oh, I'll just I'll get to my editing some other day, I'll just get to it. And so I keep getting way behind now. Oh. Just because <laughs> I did technically do something this year. I never showed you this, but I did so I have I have been like making these videos. They're they're unlisted, but I have been like I've been um, filming some of our our exposition match exposition uh, exposition match. Excuse me, um, exhibition match. Excuse me, not exhibition. Yeah, exhibition matches uh, that we do at our at our gym there um, once a month or so. We we try to like you know I'm not saying hard sparring, but we certainly like not pretend, but we we simulate the fact that we're like inside a match. And we, we, we he, our, the, the teacher picks the, the opponents who, like, who's going to fight each other, and we basically just, you know, fight. And so I take it upon, I've taken it upon myself to film all these uh, for fight study later on, which is smart. Um, and it really has been helping me with my filming. I'll say that, if, if that, not, not to sound like a mm. complete number tool uh, or some like, oh, I'm an artist. Uh, I'll be a filmmaker one day. It's like. No, this is not home video. Like every from from now on, I film everything. That's I'm not that pretentious. Um, but it is really helping me work behind the camera, uh, and and especially filming fight scenes as well because I'm always about like oh this fight scene was like this, and it's also hard because I'm not cutting if that makes sense. I've I've, I've not like cut to anything like a different camera angle. I'm always like holding basically like a one take, uh, if that makes sense. And if I do move in for, if, say, we're doing, like, uh, jiu-jitsu, for instance, and jiu-jitsu is, like, you know, you don't often see it in film, so I'm always wondering, like, okay, how can you film jiu-jitsu? Like, like what what could you show that's not... Okay, they have... There is jiu-jitsu on film, I'm not denying that, but, like, uh, you know, a major Hollywood movie, excuse me, but, like, there's very few and far between. I guess, like, Captain America Winter Soldier had some of those. Um, but anyways, uh, how, do, how do you film it, like, a... a, a, a what, what, what do they call it? Uh, how, how do you film um, the two opponents kind of like um, flowing with each other? Maybe not even flowing, but how, like them moving with each other. Uh, them trying one, one trying to get a better position. How do you do do that and make it you know exciting? Um, so that's been one thing. I haven't figured it out, of course, but I'm just like, how do, how do you do that? Um, so that's really helped. But I did do one thing that I'm very proud of, and it took me seven hours because of like. <laughs> the the basic like Microsoft Windows software that editing software that you know comes with like you know the, the machine. Um, I was able to take one video that uh, one of our one of our buds one of my buds was was talking about when he was doing a class on jiu-jitsu and he was demonstrating this technique right and cut to like back in February when he pulled this move off against somebody which was awesome uh, and I cut from from him talking to that uh, to that scene and then back to the rest of the video so I was very <laughs> I was very pleased with that and how it turned out so I, I edited my first YouTube video ever in, in the year 2022 <laughs> took me way too long I should have been a YouTube editor or YouTube creator 10 years ago yeah and you said that they're currently enlisted are you planning to uh, eventually uh, they were at one point listed, but for th 
to keep it secret and to prevent any footage from going online to sh uh, to give an edge to our um, any opponents mm. who are looking for fight footage, um, we're, I've been asked by everybody to keep it um, basically unlisted for you know for, for private reasons, of course, um, so that none of us, no, nobody can uh, they can use our footage for. Although at some point, I think there'll be a um, what do you call it? There'll be a statutory limitations at some point where I'll just be like, all right, I'm going to unlist all these because, um, you know, it's been like five or 10 years. I don't think we move the same way we do 10 years prior. So I'm going to do that at some point, but that's not right now. That's fun. Picking up a new skill. Yeah. Maybe you should go watch some old martial arts movies oh, and yeah. start emulating the zooms and well, it depends on the zooms, of course, but the weird angles, you know, Oh, the angles. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, speaking of things we've done this year, if you, because uh, I know you had your big video game uh, embargo last year, since uh, it's been lifted this year, have you been indulging more in video games or still been kind of avoiding them? I'd say yeah, I, I played a game here or there, but it still felt like every time I, every time I was playing a game, I felt like I could just be doing something else rather than this. That's why I've also been, I've I've switched to watching people play video games rather than playing them myself. Because um, I guess I get more enjoyment seeing somebody else play because they're wasting not not wasting but they're enjoying the time rather than me. It's so weird. It's uh, than me playing it, even yeah. though that I want to share the same experience. But yeah, it is weird, especially since I would have like in the background I would play like just have a video playing of somebody else playing a game. It's so weird uh, playing a game. But no, I did um, I did play given I count a PS5. But yeah, of course I uh, have a game going on there. I have been play. I didn't finish. I was gonna. I should have finished it, but whatever, it's fine. I was playing the Forspoken For demo um, recently, I think on Sunday. I was playing it there. Uh, it's a new game that's going to come out in January uh, by uh, Square Enix uh, Studio. Uh, they're going to they're gonna release it, and it's basically... Um, how do I put this? It's from the makers of Final Fantasy XIV, that, that whole, like, you know, MMORPG. And... Uh, it's basically a single-player experience of this. <laughs> it's an isekai, a.k.a. it's just like Alice in Wonderland or um, Wizard of Oz, where this girl gets sucked into this world and, um, well, also <laughs> basically becomes the chosen one and or gets this incredible power that is bestowed upon her. And she's the one that's going to... Well, she's trying to get herself home, but she has all these powers, so I, I get the feeling that they're going to go with the whole, like, she's going to be the one to save uh, the entire land from this uh, this corruption that's spreading, because only an outsider can uh, stop the spread of corruption. And that's not a... How do I put it? That's, that's not a uh, critique on the fact that she's a woman. It's a critique because it's a standard trope in in anime in a lot of animes. Literally, this genre called like isekai, where like a you know person from the normal world, our world, ends up in uh, another world, like you know this fantasy world, and they become like you know uh, they're 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 more like it's basically a male power power fantasy. Uh, that's kind of mm. what these recent isekais are all about. These these mangas, these Japanese. Uh, T television shows that's what they're all about recently that's almost all of them are similar not all of them of course but it's kind of being like a very like power fantasy and i'm not saying that i, I should not judge the because i don't know the narrative yet other than this like girl wants to escape this world and go back to you know earth 
But I will say that, yeah, hopefully those power fantasy elements aren't in there yet. But uh, one of the cool things, cool aspects about uh, this, this Forspoken is that it's really emphasizing the idea that you can do a lot of, like, if you remember uh, Prototype, uh, you can travel around quickly with, like, the elements using magic. Um, like doing, like, like running around with parkour. Uh, not, it's not really parkour, because... Mm-hmm. Parkour is when you do it on objects. You're, this is just like running at super speed. This is no different than an infamous second sun where you uh, literally get the um, the neon power and you just run. <laughs> like, it's no different than that. Then you start running up walls like, that's parkour. It's like, okay, sure, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, me and uh, Michaela one time we were walking down the street in Vancouver and we came across this group of people doing parkour. It was like a, an organized group. It was probably like Maybe like 15 people there. Yep. And Michaela was so impressed, she kept asking this person, like, oh, can you climb up this wall over here? And yeah, that was, it was pretty cool, all the moves those people can do. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, they, they usually do that. They usually, uh, you'll see them some, some uh, either in, uh, so it's no different than like a breakdancing group. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where you'll see them, you know, in like a corner over there doing their, their, their cool moves and all stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like that. Oh, but for, since you got the PS5, is there any games you're looking forward to, to trying out on the system? Or Yes, I think the biggest one yet is uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I've just I've heard that one is like a game changer. Not I don't mean the uh, the remake. I mean, just the original one was like, you know, very well lauded. And so I'd really much like to try that. Even though they're making the game readily available, like the original one is actually not hard to find. Uh, and it's on mm-hmm. the PlayStation Store, which is nice, so you can't play it. I think on the PS4 or the PS5, so it is readily available. I know that was one of your laments about video games. Oh, shoot, yeah, that's right. One of our uh, lament that we haven't done the uh, remakes versus remasters with Johnny uh, episode yet. That'll be a good speakeasy. Yeah, it's still coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's still in the works, but... Yeah, not to, uh, to pry too much, but uh, do is there, since you say that you feel you know, bad playing the video game so you can be do something better. Oh, uh, was there anything in, in mind that you were thinking that you uh, could be doing rather than playing? What do you think? Or? What do you honestly think? Oh, is it drawing? Yeah, it's drawing. Oh, okay. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, no, there's, there, there's that. Um, but honestly, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting system. And I don't, I don't know what else I'll, I'll, I'll get with this thing. Um, I do have a whole list. Um, I'm probably interested in that Spider-Man 2, Insomniac Spider-Man 2 game that will, will mm-hmm. come out. Um, but maybe I'll play some indie titles on there. Because uh, some of the AAA PlayStation games just uh, maybe a little bit too bloated. That's fair. That you know, Games these days, they take forever to play. Yeah, I I had... Yeah, so I was talking to you about this. Because uh, he was asking me about Xbox uh, Game Pass which I'm pretty sure you're familiar with. Yep. Um, and I I was, I, I kind of ended the conversation, because he asked about it. He's like, is there any reason to get a Xbox uh, Scarlet? And I was like, well, you know, the only good thing on there, you know, maybe the uh, exclusive titles aren't that great or memorable. Um, but what they do have is the Game Pass, which basically prevents you from spending $80 <laughs> Or $90 now, because of, you know, inflation and whatever for up here. Um, Oh, boo-hoo. First world problems. Um, 
to now having a subscription where you can play these like these you know triple a games day one which is very helpful uh depends on the title of course um but i i ended that conversation with him saying that or posing that you know potentially i think some point this decade i think there'll be like a a big crash i think the point we're going with gaming and the triple a game and i mean triple a i'm not talking about the indie scene I'm, i'm not talking about that I'm saying that I feel like the industry is reaching oversaturation and the fact that the games, these game studios are really like the industry, the system itself is demanding that games be this overblown mess. I think it'll crash. Mm -hmm. I think either this decade or next decade, there's going to be a big crash Um, and where studios will not be able to, uh, they just can't. Uh, the system will overtake them and they won't be able to uh, function and they'll, they'll close down or at least they'll have to change strategies and uh, be a little smaller maybe I'm missing because uh, because it sounds like you're talking about system crash I thought what you meant was like the the market's gonna collapse because people aren't are gonna be like I'm not buying these games if because we talked uh, previously about how there's been a lot of games coming out unfinished I mean there's cyberpunk uh, 2077 there's the recent pokemon scarlet and uh what was the other <laughs> violet and violet these unfinished games that you pay 80 bucks on i i thought what you were saying is eventually consumers are gonna like refuse to pay for these but are you saying that uh you think developers won't be able to keep up with the system demands or i, I guess both uh i think uh yeah i wasn't thinking of the uh, yeah i was yeah i was more thinking of like the games industry rather than like uh, like the studios making them rather than like the gamers. Mm. I don't know if the gamers will care because they're going to buy it anyways, but I think the system itself is going to implode on itself. Well, that's the thing. I I mean, I've certainly seen a lot of gamers who are like, yeah, I'm not buying these games, these new release games. I give it like a few months for them to work out all the kinks. Like, I mean, I haven't bought a, a brand new game in a long time because yeah, I've had some experience too buying games that just don't work right. It's like, why did I waste the money on this? So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long consumers have put up with it. I mean, <laughs> maybe they should revolt to some degree. I mean, I feel bad for the developers. They're getting pushed to meet these ridiculous deadlines, but it's not fair to the consumers to have, to buy games and you can't really play them for like three or four months until they finally fix all the bugs. Yeah, that that certainly is true. I really should just you know next year if I am gonna play games. So I- Probably will be a little more relaxed on. Um, I should just go into my library and start playing what I already have. Because uh, that, yeah. that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, life's short. Uh, you spend so much time, you know, plowing away at work, sucking away your energy. You might as well take some time for yourself and, you know, enjoy a game. Yes, you know, uh, enjoy the pleasures, the pleasures of the flesh. Yeah, and that's the mentality I've been trying to have a lot more this year. Because I also feel a ton of that guilt. You're just like, oh, I could be working at my writing. Here I am sitting here watching a movie or playing a game. Like, I'm such a piece of shit, I, could, I should be writing. But it's like, ah, oh, you know, how, 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 how long can I do that to myself? <laughs> Sometimes you need a break. And really, I'm trying to learn a new skill and language in a way. And really, am I actually, like, doing myself any favors by, like, learning this? Like, really, am I just in a good position now? Like, it's, it's basically the Pete Ross dream of, like, I want a million dollars. I want to be an animator. Well, I'm not doing myself any 
uh, favors by, you know, being lazy, so... Stop feeling sorry for yourself. <laughs> Get out of your self-absorption. Yeah, and that's that's why for me, uh, and it's not been working out well at all this year, but it was working a lot better last year. I had a, a more healthy dynamic, so I would have myself a, a reasonable limit that I could always, you know, achieve each week. Be like, okay, you, if I achieve that, then I'm fine to do whatever else I want to do to relax and kind of enjoy my life. As long as I can reach that very low bar. Uh, this year, I was I just had so much uh, editing stuff to do that I started missing the bar a lot more. So, so I've been feeling more guilty. But next year, I'm 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 reassessing and hopefully I can keep making it again. So. Well, we do have our own system, and I hope it doesn't overtake us again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But either way, I think that this year, for me at least, has been uh, in maybe slightly better than last year. <laughs> maybe not a huge improvement, but I've I've I feel like I've enjoyed myself more. Yeah, I we've had so much fun on the podcast too. I think yeah, personally, I think this year hasn't really been an improvement for me, um, despite two of my uh, two of my family members passing away. Um, mm. That that was pretty sad, but. I think yeah. Overall, I was I was able to get out of that job, that that the first landscaping job, and now I'm in a much better landscaping job. I will say that it's much younger and wants to be a lot more positive than this other one that's just wanting to ride itself into the dumps. <laughs> yeah, keep grinding those wheels till the wheels fall off and the thing starts on fire and burns up. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I, I I agree. <laughs> yeah, and that 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 definitely helps. Yeah, the working situation makes a giant difference. Yeah. No, so I was, I was very happy about that. Um, let's see, what else do we want to, want, want to do unless you were going to go somewhere else with this? Well, I remember that you wanted to pull out the old uh, mea culpa section at some point. Here we <laughs> go. Okay, so what this is, uh, is me coming forth to all of you and giving you a honest, like, you know, I think this is about the time where I can do it. Um, it is, well, it's perfect time to do it. Uh, I'm gonna do some uh, house cleaning and or some uh, uh, inside baseball behind the scenes uh, some honest uh, stuff telling you guys which and to him as well because he doesn't know all this which films I didn't end up watching or at least didn't end up fully watching uh, before we actually uh, did the episode proper uh. this is all the ones of 2022 not of 2021 that, that, that has passed uh, this is all 2022. Well, color me intrigued. I'm very interested yeah. in this. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, you should be. Um, so I'm. I have to look at my. Yeah, uh, literally here looking on our uh, on the Podbean app. I have to Let's see. I think for the most part, all the Superman, the animated series stuff we did, I I watched all that. Um, certain. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched all of that. Um. All the all the uh, strange animation I I watched all the way through. I, I made sure to watch all that all the way through. It was it was made I made sure all the all the Star Wars. Oh wait, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so starting off, we have Transformers: Dark of the Moon. I fudged that one as well. I did not watch that one all the way through. Oh. If, if any of you listen to that, where I start just like being quiet and if I start making random stuff up that's because I didn't I think I only got to like what the hey what part was that uh, I think it was after the whole it was well before Sentinel Prime's betrayal or at least him revealing uh, the pro 
uh, that he was working with the Decepticons. So that was one that I uh, didn't do. Yes, this explains why you're so positive on the film now. Now I understand. Not, I'm just playing. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, there's a few Godzilla ones there. I believe, if I recall, it was Godzilla vs. Gigan that I also didn't watch. Uh, or at least I watched halfway through before uh, I ran out of time. Yeah, and that's that's fair. You don't need to see those ones beforehand, necessarily. <laughs> well, even still. <laughs> yeah, it helps. It helps. But it's, it's not a huge priority with those movies, because, I mean, I watched it all the way through, and I didn't really get much more informed my opinion <laughs> honestly looking at all these ones unless you still have like yet to release a few episodes like i'm like i thought we did more than just these but i guess i'm yeah just remembering stuff oh yeah oh yeah there's a ton ton of stuff we've done this year that has not been released that's yeah that's true yeah i've, I've currently got a scheduled all the way up to march 6th and there's still one two three four yeah, and there's still four more after that that i have just don't have on the schedule yet good luck bud so that's a lot <laughs> Um, I forgot. The first one that I did not watch all the way through is The Thing, 2011. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. So if... Okay, so if in that one, you guys were really pressing me hard and probing yes. me hard to, like, you know, hey, why aren't you talking about this film? Because I didn't watch it. I only, like, got up to, like, maybe the first part and that, like, uh, probably, like, the first big major kill that happens, like, outside underneath that one uh, building... And that was it. I, I ran out of time. I remember me and Johnny were definitely riding you hard for like, do you do you have any opinion on this film? And and you were like, uh, let's redirect over here. And then me and Johnny would be like, hey, wait, you just skip that question. There you go. So, that's that's why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I technically didn't watch John Wick with the uh, with uh, I think all the way through. I, I didn't watch John Wick. Um, I watched the commentary. I didn't watch the film itself without commentary, so I kind of only I, I wanted to watch both the commentary and the or the the, the regular film and the, with the commentary, but I ended up not doing that. No, I made I made sure I, I still haven't seen the third, um, uh, what what is it Gates of Hell trilogy film? I, I but that's because we yeah. haven't like scheduled that one yet. But I made sure I, I literally told you guys uh, in the Beyond that I watched from beyond instead of the beyond yes but i made sure to watch i made sure to watch both of them the obvious one is suspiria but that was only because i in all my stupidity um and this is not going to be released this year i know that but in all my stupidity i thought this guy said the remake first and i was like really the remake first okay yeah tune in everybody on february 13th when i release that episode oh boy that's yeah that's way down the line and I have a mea culpa for myself here. This is, uh, yeah, we've done a lot more really long episodes this past year, like the three hour plus recording. Sometimes the episode might be released as like 240, but we it took us like three and a half hours, something like that. And I've noticed progressively on almost all of those podcasts, the last hour or so, I'm just so drunk in them that I'm just gone. And I, I have to apologize to, to anyone. Who's noticed that? But yeah, a lot of those episodes. Oh, you're, you're just so soft in the lost. Like you, you couldn't even. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah, and I've trimmed a bunch of just me just being like just drunk and stupid, and I'm like, wow, like man. So, so if anyone's noticed that or dip in quality in some of those longer episodes for my part, I I apologize. 
Uh, I'll say this. The only Cameron film that I didn't finish was Titanic. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yep. Mm. Which I, when I listened to it uh, recently, I was like, oh, wow. I actually am surprised how well I did with that film. Uh, it actually sounds like I'm pretty cohesive uh, and uh, on point with my, my with my points. Did you get most of the way through it, or...? Uh, I didn't even get to when it started sinking. <laughs> oh, okay. But you've seen it a bunch. Well, not a bunch, but I still... Well, you kind of... Again, cultural osmosis, you kind of know what's going to happen. Hmm. Uh, but that's still no... That's still no excuse. Yeah. Uh, let's see... What else did I finish? Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't get through episode three. I didn't finish episode three in Revenge of the Sith. Well, that episode had its own... Uh, multiple fuck Yeah, so I didn't... Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest here with that one. That one was messed because I did not... For, for some reason, I don't remember what happened. Either I closed out or just... Some, maybe my internet went out. I don't, I don't remember. But Steve just... I couldn't hear Steve. And so I restarted my computer. I turned, I closed the entire, like, you know, window and then restarted it. And he still wasn't showing up. And then I, I said my piece of, like, Steve, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, even though he could probably hear me, um, and I had to, we had to, I had to cut the chat short. So if I'm also not present for that one as much, then that's that's why. Yeah, and it was, yeah, that's oh, what a disaster the recording for that went because multiple people couldn't connect, multiple people couldn't hear each other. Oh, and uh, Ghost of Mars doesn't count because I intentionally said I wanted to do a blunt commentary on that, so that was that. That one's that one's gets a pass because I intentionally wanted to do one, but which when I listened to it, I actually thought it was a good commentary. Yeah, and that's another thing I guess I could do a, a slight mea culpa on, even though it's not really one. But in case anyone uh, notices some like audio shifts for me in there, I went in afterwards and like there was a couple spaces of silence where we just didn't really say much or didn't have much to say about a certain scene, and so I just went in and talked over those scenes, mentioning things that I forgot to mention during the actual recording. So I've done that a few times with some of our commentaries lately, if I feel like there's a little bit of a lag in conversation. That's genius, and I know you texted me stating like, hey, see if you can tell which ones, uh, what parts are by me, like when I insert myself into it after the fact, posts, uh, in like an ADR line, and yeah, which ones aren't. ADR. I honestly could not <laughs> tell you. That's, I'm glad, I'm glad, because I was worried, because I could hear it, just knowing that I, that I inserted that, so I was curious if other people would notice. So good on you. So, any other ones that I am looking at? Need for Speed, I, look, I watched. I watched Need for Speed the whole way through. I'm at least proud of that one. Oh, and I gotta say, uh, I'm so happy with how that, um, how that opening turned out for the, the video game series. Yes, good job, dude. Good job, bud. Yeah, because I hated, I really hated that first one that I did. It was so cheap and slapped together. And every time I would I would hear it, I would always like oh, I gotta I gotta find something else here. Uh, let's see. So that's it on this on, on here. Oh, uh, the, I guess bleeding over from last year, uh, but we did do those technically early, earlier this year. Uh, the two other Godzilla Earth trilogy ones, I know I watch both, uh, but most recently, which has yet to come out, which Caleb will state when, I did not watch the last like half hour or at least last fifteen minutes of Resident Evil. Uh, extinction oh wow mm. okay that's fair <laughs> yeah so right what literally right when the tyrant shows up uh i i missed all that like not even missed <laughs> but i just like I, we uh you guys were ready to start so i was like crap so i kind of made mm. it up all in the end 
Yeah, tune in on February 27th when that one drops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty much it right there uh, for my, like, at least, you know, behind the scenes what I didn't finish and being a goof. Uh, I'm not making any promises whatsoever because I'm still such a lazy, um, doesn't prepare ahead of time person, so loves procrastinating for some awful reason. Uh, it's really awful. It's honestly like a dependency at this point. Like I think I'm mentally mm. ill in the head with that, so um, I certainly should better myself. Uh, oh, wait a minute. What was it? Um, oh, wait a second. Yeah, wasn't it? Okay, so I think it was the unreleased um, going solo where um, I mm. said, where I uh, watched, again, this is yet to be released, but I did a whole going solo where I watched uh, what, what was that one called? Transformers... Um, yeah, Age of Extinction. I was about to say the last night. Age of Extinction, thank you, sir. And uh, I was going to put out... Just because I thought we were going to do... Um, what is it called? Uh, yeah, Age of Extinction the next day. <laughs> Halfway through the film, I suddenly realized, like, oh, crap, we're doing Godzilla versus Gigan tomorrow, or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that was one. Yeah, and I've been I've been slowly chipping away trying to get that because you told me that you wanted to be uh, more of like a compilation rather than a full commentary. So I've been yeah, because I don't think it's gonna work as a commentary. I even said that in there. I was like, I don't think it's gonna work as a commentary, but I'm just throwing this out there as something funny. Yeah, so that'll that'll eventually come down the pike, probably shortly before I release the next uh, Transformers episode. Yeah, whenever we do that one, which obviously spoiler, we're not spoilers, but like Inside Baseball, we have yet to film that one yet. <laughs> yeah, lots of Inside Baseball of things to come. <laughs> That's kind of the whole point of this year, and where we're like coming, we're we're getting things off our chest. Yeah, and I might as well throw it out there. Uh, uh, tune in uh, two days from now uh, on January second when I release. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, our commentary with Eric. That's uh, that's the next one down the pike, and I'm excited to, to get to that. I think that was a fun discussion. That one, I believe I watched the whole way through, because that was a fun one. Yeah, that was definitely fun. Even though this guy was saying, like, oh, I don't know if we're going to have much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I was worried, admittedly. <laughs> but I, I always am. I go into podcasts always nervous how they're going to turn out. That's fine. That's fine. As, I, as I've explained, I pretty much like have uh, you know, thrown mud in the face. Mud, mud, <laughs> have an egg on my face. Yeah, and I'm excited to do more, get back to that stuff. We've done a little bit of the, the ongoing series, but a couple of them have fallen by the wayside lately. Like uh, the Hideyuki Kaguchi, you know, <laughs> background series, way in the background. We didn't even do an entry this year. Mm, I think I think a win named Amnesia came out this year. No, nope, that was last year. I remember. Yeah, the Noe. Yeah, definitely. Mea culpa on Hideyuki. We're sorry, buddy, if you're a listener. Oh, we are so sorry, uh, Kikuchi-san. We are, we are <laughs> so... M- most apologies, sir. You'll return to your work. Or at least the, the film adaptations of your work, I should say. Yes, no, we will uh, get to... Even though you started reading Vampire Hunter D. Yes, yeah, I've been reading Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, it's been, it's been slow going. I got distracted by reading tons of comic books. Which is fair. <laughs> which you'd think that one would be a comic book, but I guess not. It's kind of weird that, given that's a country that loves its comics, that one is not a comic. That's in traditional text form. Yeah, I think they call them light novels. I, I could be wrong there, but it... I guess it is. I See, what, what what is in light novel over there? Is it just like a... I always thought it was some sort of like weird comic. Not weird comic, but it was like a 
like a short comic almost. Yeah, it's a relatively short uh, novel, and it's released in volumes. So it's not like a traditional novel where we get the first entry and then we get a sequel. Instead, it's it's like a, like a, a manga where there's you know constant volumes being released. So I think there's ultimately 26 Vampire Entities, I think. I thought there's more than that, but I think you're right. At least to the initial run. Isn't there... Well, isn't that similar to, like, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, where, I mean, like... It's not sequels, but those are technically all in the same... They're telling the same story. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could say, uh... Yeah, Lord of the Rings is a similar way, or Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Yeah. I don't know I'm just going to fantasy, but... <laughs> well, but, I mean, that's kind of what... Um, that that's what uh, that's, that's what uh, Vampire Hunter D is. I mean, it's horror fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like horror science fiction fantasy. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you know, I guess Lord of the Rings makes more sense because that really was one giant volume. They just split up. Uh, I'm not sure if that's what they did with Vampire Hunter D initially, but I uh, yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I I do like that. How how many pages is like at least the first novel or light novel? Sorry. Oh, I, I couldn't say um, my Kobo that I read it on. The uh, the writing, the text that I have is, is much larger than anyone else's. Interesting, okay. Because my eyes aren't very good, so I just have giant font. Fair enough. Yeah, my, my pages usually have maybe like 12 sentences, and then it goes to the next page. So that's how, how big it is. <laughs> I see. Interesting. And I think in that format, I think it's like 800-something pages or something like that. Well, I guess... Uh, not to round everything off, I will at least ask this. What was, if you could think back, what was one of your favorite commentaries of this year? Ooh, um, well, I know that I loved doing the Aliens discussion, just yep. because I'm such a, a giant fan of that. So doing that was really, uh, really awesome. But if I was going to say just ones that I've re-listened to since the start of the year that I thought turned out fantastic... I would have to give that prize to The Phantom Menace with Eric and Sean. Um, I guess I'll tell this little story. So we were doing the, uh, for Eric, one of Eric's podcasts, we were doing the uh, that Doctor Who finale, The Power of the Doctor, the last of the, the Jodie Whittaker era. And I watched that episode and I was like, oh, wow, like what a, what a kick in the ass. This is the end of this era. And then I was like, you know what? I, 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 need, I need to be fair to this. I haven't rewatched any of the Doctor Who regeneration episodes from the new series because i thought they were all terrible i was like i had to go back and watch those other ones and see if they were just as terrible as this episode was and i watched them and i was in such a sour mood i was like wow like these i can't even believe how bad these episodes are like these these fucking people have ruined doctor who all these regenerations are just abominations and i went to work that night and i was trying to listen to podcasts trying to listen to audiobooks but all i could think about was how pissed off I was at how they've destroyed Doctor Who. And I was like, I don't even want to do this episode. I don't want to talk about this crap. This is just horrible. And I kept trying to listen. I was even listening to the Red Letter Media commentary tracks, trying to cheer myself up by listening to those. I always loved those. Nothing was working. And then I put on that Phantom Menace episode that we did. And within like 10 minutes, my mind was cleared and I was laughing and just having such a great time. There you go. That thing. And it completely lifted my spirits, so <laughs> so I could definitely have to give that the, the podcast of the year for me. Out of the ones I've listened to, so far at least. Yeah, I don't know, like, I guess, because we can't always go back to the ones we were thinking of. Um, or, when we, I mean, we could put ourselves back on the moment in a way, but 
it's so funny because you and I know each other so well because mine also was I have listened to that aliens commentary or that aliens uh, discussion three times now. Oh wow! Um, nice. I've listened to it three times, and I actually think that my favorite one, at least, at least one that I maybe, maybe I'll, I'll probably go into it more. Um, but I think episode two, that one's a lot better. But I will mm. certainly give episode one a listen, just because we get Steve in that one. Yeah, and I, I think I mentioned on the show before, I, I only ever go back to episodes six months after they're released. Yes, you do. Because I, I need some distance after editing them to kind of just let it go and let it stand on its own and not have to think about trying to fix it or clean it up. Quite understandable. Yeah, so I, I haven't quite got to the six, month, uh, six months uh, timeline for that episode yet, but I'm excited when I get to it. Actually, it might even be a tie between that and the Clone Wars because of the whole, like, C-3PO card that um, looks like he has an oversized dick and Eric <laughs> just, like, uh, like live breaking down into tears <laughs> and then Sean going, like, this is the funniest moment I've had in a month. That I listened to the other day and I was in tears. It was... It was so funny. Like it's, uh, yes. it's like one of the best moments of our. Even though it didn't come from either you or I, that's <laughs> so we're kind of like you know morons and are, we're not great uh, at comedy. But that <laughs> hey. was that was like one of the best moments of out of the podcast. I'd say I almost wanted to give it again to like Resident Evil um, Apocalypse. Oh, but yes. that one was from last year, so I can't I can't do that with this one because I was waiting so hard for that one. Like I was literally wanting to. Because that was, I think, even though that came from last year, that was my, like, favorite moment of last year. Wow, did we really record that in 2021? I can't believe it. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to check this right now live. Yeah, I'll be stunned. I, I know that we did uh, the first Resident Evil in 2021. But, wow, that's crazy if it... <laughs> I think we did both. Also, as of this moment, your, um... What is it? The, um... The Underworld series has yet to even be, like, debut... <laughs> Oh yes, should I uh, should I do my little meme here? Go uh, ahead. If you're interested in in catching our Underworld series, tune in on January 30th. <laughs> okay. That's when we drop our debut episode. Never mind, I was wrong. Apocalypse was April 11th, 2022. Never mind. So that one's also up for um, one of my like. Um, was that's that that one's up for my i guess i'm you know what i'm thinking of i'm thinking of the first resident evil that one was because that was around the time the first yeah uh movie came out which by the way i said in that one oh we all want to go see that one yet we never ended up making it to see that one together in the theater i still haven't seen it yet a year later yeah i saw it but oh no yeah apocalypse that was that was so much fun that that was one of those shows that was just i was just dying throughout <laughs> now that one yeah that that one is probably the best comedy that you and I have produced. Uh, me, at least, where just just listen to it and you'll you, you want to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's been really fun doing the the more video game stuff with Johnny this year. I've really enjoyed doing that. Even though, like, I <laughs> even, even uh, we'll see when the next one. When does when does Chris Redfield show up? Because that one's gonna like devolve into nonsense. Oh, he might be coming down the way uh, relatively soon. So. Oh, good, because I think, in a way, Extinction kind of was a letdown for me because I was really hoping that I'd find a mean to like latch onto, and then obviously Johnny brings up Chris, when, even though like it's Claire that's clearly there, but I'm like, 
it's kind of a sad fall. Like, even though this is probably bad, like, I'm, I'm even ourselves, like, being hard on ourselves, and maybe our viewers, like, won't listen to it, or listeners won't listen to it. But I'm like, I don't know. I think that Apocalypse one is, like, peak Resident Evil, and it, it can't go anywhere from there. Oh, just wait, because the, the movies keep going crazy. That's true. Extinction was one of those, uh, I've always thought of it as like a placeholder. It feels like a transition movie. Like it's still somewhat in the vein of those first two. But starting in Afterlife, it starts going into really strange territory. Okay, fair enough. That's That, 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 that makes sense. I mean, think about the way they ended Extinction with the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, you gotta imagine they're going into strange territory after that. Reveal. It's literally just like the whole point of the movie. is like, we're just gonna watch this movie until the very end because that's when they reveal something so crazy and ludicrous that you can't even imagine. <laughs> like, you're just like, I can't imagine. Like, by the time we get to um, what, the final chapter, I'm expecting zombies to go into space. Oh, God, the final chapter. I saw that fucking thing in the theater. <laughs> See, I'll go with at least, yeah. Um, I'm also happy I, I got to do Bear. Um, even though I never, I didn't do my original plan of, of Red Dragon, which, by the way, I still haven't finished that book yet. Um, <laughs> I'm at least happy that I was able to finish that. Yeah, no, no, I, I really enjoyed doing those book club episodes, and I really enjoyed doing them with Brianna, too. We've covered, uh, lots of different books, and we're gonna keep doing it into next year. Yeah, good for you guys. I'm actually happy that you didn't just, like, you know, stay on with, um with that uh just stick to like, me with john with me and john excuse me i think that's smart that you guys um did it together as well yeah and i guess i didn't mention uh but this year itself i've also had a, a massive explosion of reading books and it started at the around the end of last year and it's just been consistent all year long good i'm so happy it sounds sarcastic i'm sorry i mean it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's been a lot of fun too i think Next year, after we do the, the you know the, the music of 2022, I really think that we'll do um, what you mentioned in Bear, um, which is like go over like an album, or maybe like a few albums. Talk about those. I think that's a good idea, like a music club almost episode. Yeah, no, that could be fun. I I think that would be a really good idea. Well, but I guess as we come to the close around the end of this this episode here, is there any other final kind of things you wanted to mention about this year? You know, this year, every every year, people are always like, you know, peeved off that they're just like, oh, this year sucked. Because, um, you know, maybe, like you said, like winter really affects people negatively, at least in the northern hemisphere. I don't know about, like, you know, southern hemisphere. Um, but, or at least where the equator is, excuse me. But, you know, this year, I think, really was awful. Um, given that we still have a war going on, um, and the only reason this war still matters is because. The person that started it declared and put on the table, uh, put nuclear weapons on the table, and that always riles people up. That always that that means like serious business of like oh crap. Um, that's I think that's why the the war is like lasted this long. Well, not lasted this long, but like is still being discussed even on the news. And I'm not like buying into the news, but I, I still genuinely think that. But I am so happy I've, I've said this to several people but i'm so happy at least out of this moment and this could just go downhill all the way through but i'm so happy that kind of ukraine is kind of beating russia at its own game of like you know how in actual history you know napoleon tried to uh, invade and conquer russia and he couldn't do it 
And then Hitler in World War II was trying to, you know, again, invade and conquer Russia. And he couldn't do it either. Uh, they just could not get past Stalingrad. Uh, that winter just, like, messed up their troops. Um, and now it's kind of the opposite where, like, Ukraine is holding the line. I'm not saying, like, yeah, obviously the, the, the Russia's now... Uh, the military, they've, they've, they've targeted all the generators to, you know, basically make them all freeze in the wintertime. But I I gotta give it to them. They've held the line this whole year, thanks to also a steady stream of supplies from, you know, the Allies, uh, mm -hmm. or NATO, excuse me. Uh, maybe, sorry, maybe I, I have, I've not, like, you know, kept up on everything and all the information, but... Yeah, and, and it's not like, you know, they're Maybe there's been. I hope there's not been atrocities that have been committed by the side of of uh, of, of Ukraine. I will. I wouldn't want that. But you know, it's just I, I gotta give it to them. I'm so uh, like Vladimir Zelensky. Zelensky, excuse me, President. Sorry, Vladimir Zelensky. Um, you definitely are the most influential person this year. I think you definitely. I think you should be like Time Person of the Year. Not that that means anything. <laughs> yeah. Just holding the line and also still having a awesome head of hair. Um, I know that sounds really awful, but like, no, you still got that like beautiful mane of hair, Mr. President. And like, I do hope that there is no chicanery where you are, or there's somebody, there's an implant of the United States inside there to like make you guys um, secede from Russia. I really hope that's not the case, and you guys just genuinely wanted to like break away from Russia, join the European Union and NATO, and you know, basically. Um, build your economy away from them, become more independent. I hope. I hope that's the narrative here. That's the truth, uh, and it's not the CIA or whatever foreign pol foreign policies coming into like you know shape the way you guys should run it because that's just ugly. Yep, definitely ugly. You're not. Yeah, obviously you're not gonna comment on this, are you? <laughs> uh, just do just due to time. Yeah, we'll save this for another speakeasy discussing. Oh wow. Before. Okay. <laughs> fair, fair. Fair enough. And. I think there's been a lot of passings this year as well. Sudden, like Ray yeah. Liotta, that was that was sad. Um, uh, what was his name? Um, George Perez. Uh, oh Tim, yeah. Tim Sale as well. Oh wow, I didn't realize. Um, and even though I was really, I yeah, I know I didn't mention that in our seasons book, but like for all season, but yeah, he passed away this year, which is why we were gonna do it for pit sakes. Yeah, and let's not uh, forget Kevin Conroy. That was where I was going. But I also want to apologize yeah. for Bob Saget, and his, Bob Saget and his family, even though he passed away last year. Um, look, in the moment, I was angry because the internet wouldn't shut up about it, but I do genuinely like hope that him and his family, uh, or his family and friends, are, are doing much better now. Even uh, Christy Alley, she passed away recently. Oh, yeah. 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 Not that that means anything, but like, I mean, sorry, she mattered. Um, yeah, there's a lot of other stars that also passed away this year. I mean, again, like, are they stars? I mean, they're, 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 they're no different than humans that are dying at the second as I speak. Or all the Ukrainians that have passed away this year from, from being killed in combat. It's just that they, they left an impact on us, and nowhere is that more important than... The voice of Batman himself, Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Now that was a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm assuming that you didn't get a chance to watch my video. Uh, not the video. Oh, I video. did. Okay. 
I watched it this morning and I was a puddle of tears. <laughs> yep. I didn't I didn't cry, but oh man, I was like moved. I was very much moved by that video. Oh, I even sent it to Jason. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, that's that, that's really kind of for for those who don't know. Uh, I watched a video last night um, by a YouTuber named uh, Matt Baum, or Baum, excuse me, uh, who does a bunch of videos talking about uh, queer characters uh, in, you know, the I guess like 20th century depictions on television, mostly. Not that he doesn't talk about stuff like movies, um, but he very much does talk about that stuff on television for you know those who watched uh, television back in the day and Kevin Conroy I didn't realize was gay or is mm -hmm. gay excuse me I never knew that and I that was something that I didn't even like think of when I when he was alive um, I just assumed he was very much a what I always got from him was he was very much a private person but I never thought he was hiding a secret I just thought yeah he's a very reserved person I don't want to you know um, break that via that that's not, not silence, but break that. Um, yeah, uh, quite not yeah, privacy or there you go. Yeah, thank you. I don't want to break that privacy. Um, so he's a reserved man, and he keeps him. Not that he's not like vocal or anything like that, and is not appreciative of uh, everything he has. But I did not realize how like hard his life was. Like this guy's life was freaking hard. Yeah, yeah, definitely recommend that video. I'll in, I'll include a link in the description. Thank you. That's yeah. That's, and I, and this is very offensive. I will I will say that. But when he passed away, I didn't want to have. I didn't even want to watch any video about somebody like you know talking about like, like spilling their guts out, like spilling their heart out over his passing, uh, which mm. sounds really cruel of me to say, uh, because it's all this like all the same. It's like you know all these tears and whatnot. I wanted to hear something about Kevin himself, uh, not as a, not not from a fan, but Ke yeah. Matt is a fan. I'm not going to deny that. But what Matt did is exactly what I needed. Like his video is what I want and what I needed uh, to yeah. see the man himself. And I'm so happy that I was able to. Thank you, Matt, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, I love yeah. your videos, sir. I, I miss you in your little sailor outfit, but I assume you only do that every now and then in certain episodes which is fair if you watch his episodes you'll understand what i mean um thank you so much for that um and kevin conroy you will be missed so much you've I, <laughs> and here i go where i'm i'm you know breaking my rule of what i just said of like how peeved off <laughs> i am or not peeved off but i'm not like you know gonna hear anybody's opinions but no i i truly mean it like um th thank you sir i wish there could have been an animated movie like a feature length animated film that you would have voiced him in that's not a direct-to-video and that one more you would have been able to reunite with the justice league uh cast one more time it's not meant to be but i hope they still do something at some point with uh in the future with the with all those who are still around yeah and just before we uh close the show out i just want to say thanks for uh all the guests we've had on this year really enjoyed talking to all of you and thanks for everyone who's listened over this past year. Cheers for, uh, hope you enjoyed our shows and we've enjoyed, uh, producing them. So. <laughs> yeah, no, 
for those who did manage to fulfill their New Year's resolutions from January 1st, 2022, you know, to tomorrow or whatever, thank you and congratulations, sir, for, or per person, excuse me, for doing that. The, the amount of, like, stress, struggle you guys had to go through just to, like, get it, you know, to, to, to accomplish it, God bless you guys, uh, even if you don't believe in God, like, good on you for showing willpower and perseverance. And to all those who did accomplish their, um, their, their, uh, news resolutions, not, like, you know, it wasn't, like, you know, a full-on year, congratulations. And to those who, uh, did not and broke the streak immediately like within the first week well there's always tomorrow you don't ever you don't just literally tomorrow but you can always start any day it doesn't have to be a brand new year but from the bottom of my heart thank you for listening to us this year in 2022 I very much appreciate it um yeah and uh here's to more stuff uh this in 2023 absolutely and uh yeah peace <laughs> Till next time. Peace.